Yeah, but Mark, now I gotta be concerned about the things I say in the car now. That's right. We can't just have the conversations that we normally would have in a car. No, we have to be more politically correct. Because people will be listening. We can't talk about the blacks or the Jews. That's, that's Welcome, everyone, to the goddamn podcast. I'm in the car with uh, Ryan Joseph McGlunup. I am Mark Joseph Bennett. I have for a while said to Ryan that we need to team up with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. So we could make a sketch troupe called Joseph, Joseph, Joseph. This is actually the first time you've brought this to my attention. I feel like I said it to you a lot. Really, I guess I've been just saying it in my own brain. Yeah. Now, what we're doing... Now, I said the second ever guest on the podcast was going to be Nick the Bodybuilder. Turns out it's Ryan the the Bodybuilder. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's right. This guy is jacked. I only talk to bodybuilders. So we're going out to a goddamn gig. In goddamn Cambridge, Cambridge, Ontario. I know. Don't be jealous. What do you? And it's at a golf course. So what we're going to do is we're going to tell you what we think is going to happen, and then when we go home, uh, we will tell you what did happen. If you hear some background noise, that's us on the road. We're driving on the road. Ryan is fearing for his life because you know I'm doing a podcast while I drive on a highway. I think with uh, the gig money that you get tonight. You really should just invest in a headset. Yeah, a headset would have been a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm holding up like six microphones right now. Yes. I'm driving with, with my dick. And I fear for my life. <laughs> you should. You should fear for your life without me holding a microphone. Does, does your dick even have a driver's learner's permit? No. No. I mean, it did, but it got caught for impaired driving. Yeah. Yeah. It dunked itself I in remember some one time... Uh, well, not one time. I remember the time that my uh, my dick got its driver's license. And uh, the written part of the test, oh, man. <laughs> Sticking a pencil in your, your urethra hurts like a motherfucker. This is going to be the material we deliver to uh, the golf patrons. Yeah. We're assuming Ryan's dressed up all nice. He's got a tie on with a shirt and a vest over. I actually have a funeral I have to attend after this show. Yeah, it'll be ours. It'll be, it'll be for my career. Yeah, <laughs> it is... We, look, we, we just assume this is going to be a shit gig. We don't know for sure. It's just, put it this way. I've done a bunch of golf courses. Best case scenario, this goes fine. You know? Ryan, have you done a few golf courses before? I have done my fair share of golf courses. And well, uh, I love going in with the mentality that uh, it's always going to be garbage. Right, right. Because half the time, you'll be right. Yeah. And yeah, at least the other be, half, you'll be pleasantly surprised. Right. At least you were like, you know what? I was ready for garbage. And yeah. if it's not garbage, it's a bonus. What, what is with golf clubs and comedy? Why are they always doing comedy at golf clubs? I don't know. Because uh, you're, out, you're out all day. You're, you're golfing. Right. Last thing you want to do is, like, you know, move more. So you just sit down. You bring the entertainment there. Yeah. And then you just park your ass. You eat something nice. And you enjoy... Uh, Mediocre comedy show from from two guys driving to Cambridge. Ah, Cambridge. We so what is what what do, how do you think it's going to go? We got a bunch of uh, rich white people. There's look let's let's face facts. That's who's going to be there. Rich white people, you know. And uh, Ryan is a, he's an Asian man. He's a secret Asian man. Please stop that. Secret Asian man. So Ryan, do you think uh, you said earlier that you you feel they won't identify with you? Uh, well, it's hard to say. Like, uh, 
Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Well, I can tell you right now, as a not rich white guy, I don't identify with you. Well, thank you. Yeah. I, I, I have no idea what you're all about or uh, how you work. Well, that's good. That's good. So Ryan's going to riff with the audience for 20 minutes. Is that the plan? Uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, very painful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Why are you So do you have to make a major adjustments to your routine to go out there, or is it tweaks? Surprisingly, uh, no major adjustments. It'll just be tweaks here and there. You know, it's all about replacement words. Yeah, so exactly. Like, yeah, you say you say stuff or crap instead of shit. Right. And you yeah. I'm taking out a bunch of fucks. Yeah. I'm not going to do the bit where I, I act out a homeless guy whacking off. I'm not yeah. doing that one. I am going to throw in a few more cunts. Oh, yeah? yeah. What am I going to do? Yeah, well, yeah. You, if you take out fucks, I think you're allowed to put in cunts. Yeah, I, that's the unspoken rule. Yeah, and then I'm, I'm also... Uh, I'm going to leave out the one about... Uh, about uh, the uh, priests abusing children. Uh, that's a that's a really good strategy there. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's a good call. You know, uh, Cambridge, Ontario, the uh, priest capital of Canada. Yeah, they all more the priests. priests per capita. We it's it's a priest golf club. It is, it is. It was founded by Jason Priestley. <laughs> These are the types of quality jokes that the poor people of Cambridge will be uh, afflicted with. <laughs> we're going to afflict them with our jokes man oh man so i guess this is a good preamble we we're we're in pretty good spirits are we not uh i'm a little hungry right now me too yeah and i like that's the word you shouldn't be hungry going to a gig yeah because you got the nervous stomach when you're there i don't know about you but i get the nervous stomach, so i can't eat a lot so i just i end up eating just junk food you know just stop by any old highway rest area gas station and just load up on garbage. And that would have been a good idea, except that what we, uh, what we're in Toronto, and it takes six hours to get anywhere out of the city. So we're probably not going to have enough time to pull off at a rest stop. And we're just going to starve on stage. We're going to be hungry, and we're going to do poorly. And uh, hopefully there will be a buffet there for everybody. And while we're on stage, we're going to see all the, uh, all the kitchen people uh, physically dumping everything into the garbage, everything that wasn't eaten. Yeah, that is one of the best parts about going to one of these resorts or golf clubs. There's either a buffet line that they're standing in while you're performing, uh, or the buffet's over and they're just just dumping shit tons of food while the African nations are starving, Ryan. And we are these African nations. Well, yeah, we are the starving. We are... Well, my my wife is technically African, so I can say I'm a starving African, right? If I married one, uh, I don't know about the uh, logistics of that. But you're you're Asian. You're allowed to. I think you're allowed to say anything about any race. Uh, am I? Are, are those the comedy rules? I don't. I don't know what the comedy rules All are. All I know is the comedy rules for me: white white middle class man. They are. You shut up. You shut up, and don't you say a thing. Women are the best. All races are better than you. And if you say otherwise, you're dead. And you know what? I'll, I I agree with them. White guys have it easy. Well, you know, I've, I'm listening to comics these days. Everyone's getting mad about, oh, political correctness. Oh, I can't say what I want to say. Yeah, because you're, you're a bigot. You're saying shitty things. Or you're putting down women or, or other nationalities. Oh, I, I'm just joking. Go fuck yourself. I don't do it. 
Mark, I was told that we weren't going to get uh, political. Oh, <laughs> we got political. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? We're driving to Cambridge. Cambridge is the uh, politics capital of Canada. It has the most political priests in the world. Yeah. So anyway, Donald Trump, am <laughs> I right, everybody? Oh, Monica Lewinsky, folks. Oh, man. Oh, man, Monica Lewinsky. Oh, man. Monica Lewinsky. We should just do our Jay Leno's the whole time we're in Cambridge. Hey, folks, hey. hey. Welcome to the golf club. Oh, thank you. Monica hey, uh, Lewinsky. So, uh, so this was in the news. Do you hear this? Yeah. Do you hear this? Do you hear about this in the news? Do you hear about this in the news? Do you hear about this in the news? Yeah, folks. Yeah. Uh, Bill Clinton. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh man, I oh. took a, I took Colonel O'Brien's show. Ronald Reagan, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll stop the podcast here so uh, I don't kill Ryan uh, on the road myself. I don't matter, but we can't we can't let the young talent of Ryan McGlunnam go to waste. <laughs> oh, best joke of the night. Oh, that's so funny. I'll do that tonight on stage. I'll probably get an applause break. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'll just throw myself somewhere. <laughs> well, well, you're not going to go home with me. you got to find your own way back. Exactly. I'm going to burrow somewhere in, in the fifth, uh, fifth green. <laughs> just you know, just make, dig yourself into a sand trap, buddy. Make my home in a sand trap. All right. So I'll check in with uh, with you guys, and I'll let you know. How it goes on this special edition of I Said Shut Up, where we're going to a gig where, you know, I Ryan, before I, I pause it, I will say, I have several of my podcasts. I'm in episode like 17 now, and several of them have been about me bombing at shows. The people listening probably think I'm a really terrible comedian. And you know what? Fuck you. I don't care. Don't you judge me. Ryan, you can judge me. Okay. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Um... I'll, I'll let you know how this shit show goes. All right. I said shut up! Well, we are back, and honest to Christ, the amazing has happened. It wasn't just okay. It was fucking fantastic. Ryan? It was a lot of fun. It was crazy. Ryan killed. I did very well. You just, killed too. Yeah, you just I can't you can't say that. Killed. You can't say I killed, he killed, you know, well you could I guess. I just feel weird. It was a lot of fun. It was it everyone did well. Not only did we do well, they put up a girl in front of us who worked at the golf club, who went to Humber Comedy College. So if you don't know, that's a college that teaches comedy in Toronto. And she did it like ten years ago or something. Right McGlow, class of 06. Ryan McGlennam did it in 06. In fact, she was probably close to your class then if it was 10 years ago. Yeah. And she gets up, and we, th- and we thought she was going to like do our intros because the guy told us, well, listen, she's really, really nervous, so she's just going to say your names and then sit down. And she was eight months pregnant. And I was like, is it even a good idea if she goes up? And then she gets up with the fucking, as the sportscasters would say, swagger. She gets saunters onto the stage and fucking lays it down. Does like a real deal routine. It was, it was poignant. It was topical. She did a Donald Trump reference. She's talking about how she hasn't done comedy in ten years, and the last time she did comedy, the United States had an awful, ignorant man as president. She goes, "Oh, I guess not much has changed." It's like that's what you do off the top. Zing, zing! Like for someone who is beyond an amateur comedian, she's never really even done comedy. And she just gets up in front of, what, 300 people? How many friggin' people were there? Like 300 people. It was, when we saw the parking lot, I have so many people said, well, there's no way this is for the comedy show. It's for a wedding or something. It was for the fucking comedy show. It was for the comedy show. 
And and so I feel really bad for Ryan because he now has to go up after uh, not just a girl who killed, but one of theirs. She's she works at the club. They all know who she is. Tell you so, you should always feel bad for Ryan, and you should. And I still do feel bad for him, just not about the show. Right. I feel bad about him personally. You know. Thank you. His face. Yeah. You know his uh, his his emotions, his his station in life. You know the way the way he smells. I feel bad about all these things. Thanks. But not the comedy show. That one, that was fun. Yeah, that was a good time. That was a great show. Hey, uh, so Ryan kills then after this girl, and I went up, and uh, I just referenced how great everything was and how great the girl was. And I tell you, are you allowed to say girl? It's 2017. Just uh, a uh, woman. The lovely woman. I call boys and girls boys and girls. Okay? I, I, I call everybody kid. Yeah. That's, uh, you get that from uh, watching a lot of Letterman. When hey, kid. Uh, yeah. 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 All right, kids. Uh, Paul Schaefer, CBS Orchestra. Hey, Orchestra Pit. Hey, 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 kids. Hey, hey, hey. Once in a while, when Ryan runs into Kid Rock, it's really appropriate. Yeah. Hey, kid. And yeah! He... That's what it sounds bow like. With the bow. I miss Kid Rock. Haven't seen him in a while. He's, he's Normally, low. he comes on gigs with us. He's laying low. Laying low. He's hanging out with uh, Gord- Joseph, <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> he's in the back seat. Yeah. The baby baby seat is between the two of them. That is correct, sir. But I figure, why why feature those guys in the podcast, right? Why when I got the one and only Ryan Joseph McGlonop. That's right, Mark Joseph Bennett. I tell you what, I and you know what, I'm really glad this did go well because I was certainly expecting it to go poorly. But worse than that, I was expecting to rant and rave because when I get angry after a show, I do I can't hold back. I say everything i'm thinking and i have never done a show with the guy the guy who booked this show he's a comedian acquaintance of ours i've never actually i don't think i've even met him i've met him a couple You've times met him? Yeah. yeah and he just booked me for this gig randomly and i was pretty sure he was going to listen to this podcast just to check in on how the gig went and because i'll title the podcast like golf course comedy or some some shit so the booker will be like ah, let's see what they thought about the show and I was going to rag on it I was going to call these people a bunch of racist rich cunts you know I think you did on the way there I did I preemptively called them racist rich cunts but but you know what turns out that uh, I like those racist rich cunts <laughs> I, they were good people they were they, wonderful and people and you know what it was actually a decently mixed audience yes you know it was uh Good. Hats off to Cambridge. That's a progressive golf course right there. That is a wonderful golf course. Let me tell you something. At the Whistle, I recommend it highly. If you're in the Cambridge area, go to the Whistle Bear Golf Course. They didn't. They didn't sponsor us. Whistle Bear Golf and Country Club. Yeah. They have sand traps shaped like bear claws. Do they? They do. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. Oh. It's pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. I wish if I had a drone, I could do some drone no, footage. I would like to just play 18 over there. Yeah. That would be that'd be a wonderful time. Maybe when they hear this podcast, they'll be so impressed with the shout-out, they'll give you a free 18 holes. <laughs> Not a membership, just no. 18 holes. Yeah. But, that's all. but stay the fuck out of the clubhouse. Yeah. Listen, I don't think you're a member, all right? But yeah. we'll let you play 18 holes at 11 in the night. Exactly. When no one else is on the course. Yeah. But honest to Christ, so... And here's a flashlight. <laughs> I am... I am... Uh, oh, I tell you. Coming home from a gig that went well, that's, that's, why, that's all you want in life. 
that's just driving on the lonely road. Which is something that we don't feel too often. No, because a lot of the times the gigs that are out of town, they're not really conducive to a good show. They're set up poorly. People are trying comedy for the first time, or it's a stuffy corporate, and they're like, listen, if you say the word penis, an old lady will die. And so you can't do a fucking thing, and... uh, the idea that this went so well is just is such a rarity. I think it's great that the organizer, before the show even started, is like, all right, if you guys are talking, take it out of the room. He did, because the whole room was really chatty at the beginning. And it, to be fair to them, they didn't have seats for half the room. So people were standing up with their drinks, and they were just chatting away. But, yeah, he was like, hey, guys, guys, if you're going to talk, you know, just go outside, because we, we, we got a bunch of professional comedians from Toronto. It's going to be great. And he really talked us up. Yeah. And you know what? Everybody, that's what you should do when you're organizing a show. All right? That's Have a right. little respect. And and we delivered for once. Oh, for once. For once. You know what? Because because he was so nice, we didn't phone it in. No. You know, a lot of times we'll just go up there and we're like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm pretty sure I didn't do the set list that I had planned in my head when I got up on stage. I'm pretty sure it just went wherever it went. Oh, and that was another beauty thing. I thought Ryan was going to have to do 30 minutes, and I was going to have to do, like, 50. And the guy who was organizing it, who was telling everyone to shut up, he was like, guys, this comedy show, it's going to be, like, 40, 45 minutes. And we were looked at each other like, what? Well, all right. Yeah, because uh, we got to make room for fireworks. Fireworks. Yeah, and we were like, yeah, let's get to the fucking fireworks, buddy. Yeah. I never understand it when comedians want to go longer like i i hate that if you're taking a, if, if you're taping a cd or a dvd special i get it you need to you need to get your hour in but if you're if they're going to pay you the same and they're asking you to do less time how is that not a bonus that is a bonus could you do less work here's 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 my take on it uh i don't know if i've told you or not mark but i have a i have a really weird irrational fear in my head that of vaginas yes but that's that's we'll save that for another another episode uh i have a a rational fear of not being able to fill my time which is the craziest thing because i have an album out it's on itunes it's called oh and you are good too check it out wow what a plug Uh, right there and that album is just under 45 minutes yeah and it's weird now that whenever someone books me for a gig and they're like hey i need you to do 20 i need you to do 30 there's just a weird voice in the back of my head that just says, you can't fill that time. Yeah. You know what? I sort of have that, too. It's kind of, I don't know, maybe it's left over from the early days or or it's the type of thing. You know what I think it is with more with me is that I generally only enjoy a few bits of my act at any one time. You know, like some, so if a joke is, it gets a little old in my mind, or uh, I feel like it's not as strong as some of the other jokes, I just, I want to do less and less time, because if, if, if I have 15 minutes that I really am enjoying doing, then I'm like, yeah, I really only want to do a 15 minute show. It's like, what, well, can you do an hour? Of course I can, but I would just like to do that, that tight 15 minutes that I'm really enjoying. I think that's part of it, you know? I think that is a lot of it. It's where... Uh, yes, I, 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 I have over an hour of material, but like, how much of it do I really care about? Or how much of it really is stuff that that uh, really matters still to me? Yeah. 
And like even then, it's all about the new stuff. Yeah, it is. You know, and sometimes I get very disappointed if I'm doing new stuff and then my old stuff is killing and my new stuff is not killing. But I'm actually I'm really enjoying what I'm writing right now, and all that stuff is my best stuff. It's it's the ideal place to be in. But like you said, like today, where I only had to do, I did about. I think I did 30 total. Uh, just because I was having such a great time, I had planned to get off at 25. But I did 30 because everybody was really great. And um, and the 30 I did, I really liked. But if I had had to do 45, the other 15 minutes would have been a bit older. Some stuff that I consider the, the middle of my act. The, the stuff because you start strong and you end strong and in the middle you, you have some ups and downs you have some stuff that you don't love or is a bit older or whatever Un- unless you're some kind of for, fucking for loop. those of you for those of you who don't understand how, how comedy works uh, uh, like me yeah like like you Mark like the way that I see it just suppose you had like a 30 minute uh, set and just divide that into uh, into like you know, 15 different jokes, 15 different bits. They're like two minutes in length each. Uh, now, if someone says, all right, uh, I want you to do a five-minute set. And like, okay, well, I'm going to do jokes number one and 15. Okay, I want you to do a seven-minute set. All right, then I'm going to do one, three, and 15. Someone's like, I want you to do a 10-minute set. Gonna, all right, I'm going to do one, two, uh, like one, two, three, seven, and 15. And then, like, the more time it is, the more you're you're doing that. And, like, the, the, the order that you the pull the jokes from in that set are, like, in order of what you like to what you le- like the least. So, like, when you're doing the full set, yeah, you're doing everything. But when you're doing a shorter set, you're going to want to give them all your favorite ones. And the favorite ones are always going to be the ones that work the best. So it's, it's weird. Like, it's a, it's a constant fight to make sure that whole set is a material. Yes. And then, like, there are people out there that are working, and they have a 30-minute set, and it's, you know, half of it's A and half of it's B, and, like, you only see that B material when they're doing longer sets. That's right. Now, Ryan has done uh, the, the two best things you can do, combine comedy and math. So, for you idiots out there, you have no idea what he's talking about. Comedy is a goddamn science. It's a science. It's a mathematical science, which is why I'm no good. Not, I'm no good at, at comedy or math or science. You know who would love this analogy? Fraser Young. Fraser Young is a talented comedian Fraser in Toronto. Young, you'd be like, oh, man, uh, the way oh. you, the way you uh, uh, explain everything like that, it's uh, crazy, man. That's crazy, man. I love that math. Yeah, that's uh, woo, good hoo, math. Hoo-ha! I love that math. Hoo-ha! And for those of you who know Fraser, you're killing yourselves laughing right now. You're just dying. Oh, man, the, the, the way you said uh, do uh, jokes number one, five, and uh, 15, that was, uh, that was a really good idea. That is just a viable barbicide. Hoo-ha. Hoo-ha. Fraser may not know this, but a lot of comedians in Toronto just walk around imitating Fraser. Uh, he's, I, he's just got such a uh, distinct I love cadence. that guy. Oh, he's amazing. Fraser's always, he's in Toronto uh, and across Canada. He's one of the favorite comedians of the comedians. All, when people say comedian's comedian, they mean Fraser Young. But he's also an audience comedian. They love him, too. Fraser writes on uh, many TV shows. Listen, listen, listen. This isn't a resume for Fraser Young. Okay, Ryan? 
Let's let's get off the Fraser Young train. Ah oh, man, you were just talking about me. It's uh, <laughs> it's, it's uh, crazy. He's in the back seat with Kid Rock and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, it's just, uh, just hanging out. Uh, you know the, he, that, that that was the guy from uh, from that movie Inception. <laughs> He's uh, hoo ha. But uh, yeah, what? Just back to the gig. My, it's it's one of these things that you know what it's like. Uh, I love I love watching hockey. All right, and. Um, when your favorite team is in the playoffs and it's a nail biter, you're trying to, they're trying to win the Stanley Cup, the ultimate prize in hockey, and it goes down to the wire. When they win, it's less elation and more relief because if they had lost, the devastation that I feel, and I'm sure they feel, but when you're coming home from a gig, it's a bit like that. If It's not that I'm super happy. It's just that I'm not miserable. And that's the best I can hope for. You know, Ryan? Yes. Yes, I know that feeling. Like, it's not like I'm going, oh, my life is amazing. It's just, you know what? You know, I get to live for one more day. Yeah. You know? It does. It, it's, it's a major relief. You drive home in peace. Just that quiet calm of, huh, so that went well. I don't, I don't have to lose sleep. Over some dick in the front row giving me shit and some uh, some owner coming up and not wanting to pay me because they didn't. Uh, that wasn't what we expected. So, bleh. no, this was great. Did I did I just bring it down too much? No, no, I was, uh, was just uh, staring out the windshield. <laughs> That's it. I guess I guess our our time of our honeymoon period's over. We yeah, we had yeah. about ten minutes of happiness. And now Ryan is staring out the window, forlorn. We are, uh, we are marrying this podcast. This podcast is going forever. <laughs> this podcast, is, it's had its ups and downs. I'm going to love this podcast until one of us dies. <laughs> Which, uh, probably both of us. I mean, I am recording it while I'm driving. Yeah, it's not a good idea. It's really a terrible, it's dark out as well. Hey, you should use your gig money and get a headset. You know what? I should get a headset. So that you... Like get one of those ones that looks like uh, Madonna. Not Madonna. Use one. Get one of the headsets that doesn't look like it. It's a headset like a like a flesh, flesh colored one, like uh, like they wear in theatrical performances. Oh, so I look like I'll just look like I have a deformed jaw. As yeah, people just walk, a little drive bit. past. Okay, I will do that. And um, we are almost out of gas. On top of driving dangerously in the middle of the night with a microphone to our mouths. And uh, people still staring in to the windows. So I'm going to pull off, get some gas, put down this microphone so we can make it home. Because, you know, Ryan, comedy's always fun, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. There's no way that our, that our next gig is going to be bad. Oh, our, our, our next gig together is going to be wonderful. Yep. That's it. One good gig and you forget the awful pain that comedy normally is. It's always... Your last gig, man. Yep. Yeah. So, you know what? We should stop them. We, yeah, we, we should stop comedy. Quit comedy while we're ahead. Be done. Be done. We'll just have, we'll live happily ever after. Yeah. All right. We'll, That's the end of our comedy careers, the end of this podcast. We'll uh, talk to Fraser Young about getting a, a writing gig on a TV show. Yeah. And you'll never hear from either of us again. Thank Jesus for you. All right. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you again. This was a special edition, a road edition of I Said Shut Up. Oh, you know what? I should have promoted the podcast at the fucking show.
Yeah. Ah, those people, what are they, 60 years old? What, do they know what a podcast is? I'm pretty sure a lot of them know what podcasts are. God damn it, I should have promoted the podcast. You should have. Oh, well. All right, good night. And I'm, uh, I'm, uh, Ryan the Bodybuilder. <laughs> Ryan the Bodybuilder says good night. And, uh, Mark, the comedian for one more day, says good night. Hoo-ha! Hoo-ha! Amen.